Let's turn in the Scriptures to 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Second Timothy chapter one, we're reading the whole chapter, verses one through eighteen. Second Timothy chapter one, beginning in verse one, these are God's words. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath given us the spirit of fear, not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be not there, thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me of whom are Phagellus and Hermogenes. The Lord give mercy unto the house of Anesiphorus for you oft refreshed us, or refreshed me, and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day. And in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. Those are God's words. Here is the. The last uh, letter that we have in Scripture that Paul wrote, we can see that in this uh, book, as he's even talks about in this chapter, verse 16, that he is in prison. And he wrote this letter, and it is uh, where he, being in prison, it is right before his death. 
And so that gives some weightiness, not any more weight than the rest of the Scriptures, but some weightiness as we consider Paul himself. And uh, this being right before he dies. And again, this is to Timothy, pastor of the church in Ephesus. In this direction, it is uh, the directions for the church. And not only the church in Ephesus, but the church or the churches in Ephesus, but the church uh, worldwide in all times. We see through verse 5, Paul's love for Timothy hasn't changed from the first book or first letter that he wrote. And what does that love look like? There's at least one example here. There's probably more examples here, but there's at least one. He prays for Timothy. He prays for Timothy. And then through verse 14, he gives many exhortations to Timothy to persevere in service to Christ as a pastor. Remembering even that, uh, trying to think of the verse here, where he, uh, the putting on of hands or the laying on of hands, which uh, verse 6, remembering his ordination. And uh, even through sufferings, uh, calling Timothy, do not be ashamed of the gospel even through your sufferings. And then to the end of the chapter, verse 15, with those who had been cut off from the church. Uh, excommunicated, but also the blessing and encouragement of Onesiphorus that he was to him when he found him uh, as he searched through Rome and found him in a house as he was imprisoned. So here in this chapter, we can be encouraged to be a blessing to others, to love one another, not only to love uh, your minister, But all of us, we see one example of what it means to love, and that is to pray for our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, and pray for your ministers and your elders. Pray for them. And that is what it means in part to love, an action of love. But not only praying for one another, but being faithful, we see in this passage, faithful unto the Lord, being unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Our Father, thank You for Your Word. Once again, we're thankful of how You grant to us these words that spur us on to a greater love for You and a greater love for our brothers and sisters in Christ to pray, to not only pray to You, but to pray for one another, to pray for the ministers, pray for the churches, uh, and uh, all the churches throughout the world. And we do pray that You would build us up in the faith and grow us in strength, uh, supply every need that we have in strength and power that is by Your Spirit in our hearts. Father, we ask that You would grant to this congregation a love for You, a greater love for You, a greater communion with You. Father, therefore, reform us and turn us from any false beliefs that we have, any false doctrines that we hold to, and make us to be righteous in Christ, just as He is righteous, righteous in His 
mind and his doctrines, righteous in his feelings and emotions, righteous in his desires, and so make us righteous in the same way, in the same areas of our being. And so make us Christ-like and servants of Him. And so sanctify your bride and uh, sanctify us in the truth. And we remember, as your word says, your word is truth. So sanctify us with the word this evening. And call us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Where there is still darkness in our hearts, Father, shine a light and reveal our sins that we might turn from them. And so be gracious to reveal our sins to us. And uh, be gracious by giving us your Holy Spirit and the grace to turn from those sins to you. And help us not to grieve the Holy Spirit by your grace. Father, we desire to honor you and to submit to your Holy Spirit in everything. And so guide us by Him, our great Counselor, and even the Good Shepherd, the Great Shepherd of the sheep, Christ your Son. And Father, we pray for those, uh, not only ourselves, but the rest of our Presbytery, and as our Presbytery meets in a couple weeks, as the elders of those churches gather together and the ministers gather together, we ask that You would cause the Presbytery to rule well according to Your Word alone and not according to the desires of men. Now we would honor You with every action we take. And uh, Father, we pray for the San Antonio congregation that You'd provide a minister for them, that they would be willing to call a man who's faithful and bold and unashamed of the Gospel same for those who have been called in those various churches throughout our denomination and presbytery. Father, we ask that they uh, would be faithful and they would be zealous for the good news and they would put off all tradition of men. They would put off all doctrines of men and put on only the doctrines of Christ and Your Word. And so teach Your people Your ways, even through Your ministers, and that the Gospel would be heard and believed, and that You would save Your people. And uh, Father, we pray that You would grow Your kingdom. Father, we're thankful for this place that we are able to worship You, that You've provided for us to worship You. We're thankful that we have the great privilege by Your grace to worship in a place that has heat and air conditioning in the summer, a roof over our heads. Even the homes we have, we're thankful for them as well that You've provided each step. And You've always provided for this congregation, though we've often been financially weak. You've always provided. At the perfect time, You set before us the correct path and the correct dwelling that we would be in. And uh, Father, we thank, we're thankful for this as we consider our history.
and how You've always provided for Your people. We're thankful that You are the God who watches over us and cares for us, who speaks to us, who protects us, who grants us strength by the Spirit and Your grace. And Father, we're thankful for Your mercy. And so now, Father, we do pray as well for our souls, that You would grant us uh, no longer to be anxious, but to trust You in faith with today and let tomorrow care for itself, knowing that You're the God of Your eternal decrees, Your eternal will, and Your providence will come about perfectly for our lives and for our good, for those who love You and are called according to Your purpose. And so work all things for good. And keep Your promises. Uh, Leave us not, nor forsake us. And never allow us to be separated from You and from Your love. We pray for our nation, that You would turn our nation to You, covenant with Christ, that You would uh, cause the many weaknesses of the church and this nation to come back to You, to turn back to You, or to turn unto You at the first, that Your name would be praised forever. For we look out in much of the church, and we look out upon our own nation, and we see much wickedness, and we don't see the possibility of You turning this nation and turning the church back to You, and yet You promise You will. And You promise a remnant And so, Father, we ask that You would grant the reclamation of Your bride, the church. You would call back this nation from its wickedness and hatred of You to You, to bow the knee to Christ, Your Son. Father, this evening we pray for Steve. You would grant him faith in Christ Jesus. That You would grant him healing of his body. That You would grant him to seek to be a member of your bride, the church. And I pray, of course, that it would be uh, this congregation that he would join. And so grant him uh, good health now and uh, uh, the desire to be part of the body, the bride of Christ, the visible kingdom of God on earth. pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.